Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerdy destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Vern, and I am totally thrilled to have a great new music podcast here on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. The pilot episode you are about to hear was recorded just prior to Nerdapalooza 2013, and while a lot has happened since then, I really wanted to air it as episode zero due to the passion it had captured. I hope you enjoy it as much as I liked making it. So without further ado, here is episode zero of The Nerd Groove. Welcome to The Nerd Groove. Time for the Nerd Room with Dr. Vern. Hello, Geek Nation. You're listening to Episode Zero of the Nerd Groove. I'm your host, Dr. Vern of SciFried and Nerdy FM. I'm a lifelong nerd, and I love music. This podcast was created to showcase a genre that has been with us for decades, but has never really been accepted as legit. I'm talking about nerd music. You may be familiar with nerdcore, geek rock, maybe you've heard of chiptunes or funny music. Maybe video game and nerd rock. Maybe just a nerdy indie artist. All separated by a failing music industry that never had a clue what to do with any of these amazing acts. Nerd music has never been recognized as defined into a genre by anyone except for fans of this genre. Throughout this and hopefully future episodes, we'll explore the past, present, and future of this very legitimate art form. So we're going to listen to some great nerd artists from today and delve into the rich history of the music as we do what no A&R rep has ever done before, define nerd. So let's talk about this episode. We're going to hear excerpts of some great interviews conducted by Chuck Silver of SciFried as he chats with Professor Shy Guy and Random Encounter at their recent release party. And we're going to groove some nerd music into your brain. Time to do what we're here to do. Let's slip into the nerd groove with a song from indie rock band Deaf Pedestrians. While these guys were busy doing the young band making a name for themselves thing by playing with acts like Saliva, Papa Roach, Stained, Shinedown, the band's frontman, Carlton Parker, decided to write a song about his nerdy loves and his awkwardness with girls. He never planned to record the song, but his bandmates loved it so much they persuaded him to do it. It just may be the best nerd anthem ever written. It's called Hail to the Geek by Deaf Pedestrians. You might want to turn this up. I got a Spider-Man t-shirt I got covers that are running off my feet I got a bad mustache, a reoccurring rash And not a lot of cash, I spent it on my stash Man, it's good to be a geek It's good to be 
If that doesn't get you excited for some more great nerd music, this might not be for you. But for everyone else, let's check in on the act that I believe to be immensely underrated. Individually, Beefy and Shea O'Reilly are Hall of Fame level nerd artists already. But when they work together and with many other artists and call it the Grammar Club, well, it's going to be magic. Here's a track from their latest release, Bioavailable, that delivers the real magic. Here's Sex Person by the Grammar Club. Let's groove, nerds! Like a man fast, stay tall. 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 Like a man
a party and made a move on the shampoos on your cardigan. Stay smooth, hey baby, let me start again. It looks like you could use another cosmopolitan. You're a room with all the amenities. You're a spy sapping more than my centuries. By the way that I thrust and shake in the bedroom, I can give a little more than you can take. So why? Get you home before you fade to black and damn love for your panties and I'm not one to take advantage, but you're begging for the D. But it's hard to get excited when you're about to fall asleep. So why? Pack it up and move on to another. I reconsider leaving you with my brother. Needy to ball, see a name on a stall and I bring a dig and break Like just my type and let me buy you things that's overpriced I'm off work and I just got paid Been complaining all week about how I can't get laid Out of my cave Old game. Quick say you don't know it but you just hit the jackpot babe I'm just here to give you sex But it hurts and it don't get rest New positions that we learn Treat you just like the interns Sorry for the rug burns yo yo I'm just here to give you sex But it hurts and you don't get rest New positions that we learn Yo just like those interns Sorry for the rug burns I just burns. wanna Word. give sex You know, I've played that track in every normal club that I work. I always get the same question every time from somebody. Who is that? They're amazing. 
Yep. Nerd artists have talent. Recognize. Speaking of talent, your next artist here on the Nerd Groove is a pair of extremely talented, very genuine nerdy girls with guitars. The Double Clicks use their wit, charm, and humor to infuse their songs with a real human connection. You may have never experienced anything in a Double Click song, but they write in such a way that you feel complete empathy. Storytelling in Geek Nation is what I love about this wonderful duo. Their latest album, Lasers and Feelings, debuted on the comedy charts at number seven, so clearly people are beginning to discover them. The track I want to feature here is a great song with a better message. Here's Nothing to Prove by the Double Clicks. I entered this scene through rejection and honesty. Nerds weren't mean, they were weird, and that worked for me. After ten years of teasing, when social skills failed me, Dungeons and Dragons cured all that ailed me. We read books, we played games, we made art, we watched Lost, we said things like P20, shipping, and mana cost. It felt good to be myself, not being mocked, still self-conscious, though we whispered things about jocks. But one day you grow up, come into your own. Now geek's not rejection. It's a label I own Then ignorant haters Come to prove me wrong Tell me I'm not nerdy enough to belong I've got nothing to prove I've got nothing to prove I've got nothing to prove Red. I know it feels good to have a contest you win It would feel even better if I wanted in So women aren't geeks, is that your conclusion? That this is some secret club based on exclusion Twelve-year-old dorks would say you're being selfish And then they'd go right in their journals in Elvish
they definitely have nothing to prove. They've already proven that they're one of the finest groups in nerd music. You can see them playing at conventions and clubs all over the country. So uh, where did nerd music begin anyway? We're going to dig way back, and in the course of this podcast, you may be surprised at how long the roots of this genre run. But for now, let's set the Wayback Machine for the year 1982 and the nerdy classic that hit number five on the U.S. pop music charts for Thomas Dolby. This song has been featured on The Simpsons and was the theme song for the pilot episode of The Big Bang Theory. Here's the nerd music classic, She Blinded Me With Science by Thomas Dolby.
Man, that one takes me back, guys. I'm not going to lie. Released during an era where open nerd persecution was a daily occurrence on every school campus in America. Thomas Dolby, Weird Al, Devo, Oingo Boingo, Buckner and Garcia, many others were, were heroes to this little nerd in the 80s. So we've, we've done a trip to nerd music's past. Let's move forward and take a look at not only one of today's top champions of nerdcore, but surely a huge part of nerd music's future, Dr. Awkward. Doc's been around for several years now, but is unique in that his growth within the genre has been recorded for all to hear. As a young soloist in an occasional feature spot with Scrub Club's stable, Doc's raw skill shined through, made him one to watch. As part of the boss fights, the good doctor matured as a performer and a writer. And with his brand new solo release, Blank Pages, he evolves yet again and takes his place alongside the best nerd music performers. In this track, he literally takes his place alongside MC Chris. The track is Cartoons by Dr. Awkward. Grab a bowl of cereal. Find Pinky in the brain, I'm back at it again. 
truth is, I still love Doug. I still think Buster was better than Bugs. And to this day, I still want a mule too. Too bad they just don't make them like they used to. You want a bat cave behind your bookcase? Say, cartoon, cartoon. If you thought the Foot Clan was a waste of space, say, cartoon, cartoon. If you like sugar, spice, and everything nice, say, cartoon, cartoons. If you wish gargoyles came alive at night, say, cartoon, cartoon. Sure, tails never fail, but their bottoms were bare. I love animals and live in trees, monkey cheese and gummy bears. The Snorks, the Smurfs, Spider Man, and his amazing friends. Mr. T taught me how to be a man among men. As I got older and weary, cartoons clearly were eerie. And why you, I watch tunes like Batman the Animated Series, Beast Wars with the bowl. It's how I like to relax, started making tunes while I watch reboot in the back. The Clone Wars by Gendy left me empty with envy. When the Sakatono showed up, I said, hold up already. But I grew to love it too, so many questions unanswered. But then Disney got busy, and the Clone Wars got canceled. Back and gap for my lines, and please lay back and listen. Brad Bird is the word like family dog in the Simpsons. Home guards and a robot have my own soul escape. The Incredibles is the best around the lesson of case. If you want a bat cave behind your bookcase, say, cartoon, cartoon. If you thought the Foot Clan was a waste of space, say, cartoon, cartoon. If you like sugar, spice, and everything nice, say, cartoon, cartoons. If you wish gargoyles came alive at night, say, cartoon, cartoon. That's a great song. It makes me want to tune into some Boomerang. Surfing the umbilical of pop culture, humor, and nostalgia is one of the common threads that runs in all styles of nerd music, and one that connects with fans. Speaking of connecting with fans, we're going to go out to Chuck Silver of Sci-Fi to hear some conversation between he and Professor Shy Guy before his performance at Random Encounters release party. Take it, Chuck. All right, thanks, Vern. I'm here at The Social for the uh, Random Encounter CD release party. I'm here with Professor Shy Guy. We're just hanging out before the show. Everyone's getting all set outside. Got him pulled aside for a minute. How's it going tonight? Going well. Keeping super busy. Uh, September has been kind of open for me. Otherwise, I've been out every weekend at conventions because that's what I like to do. Yes, I'm sure your, your gas mileage numbers are racking up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mostly that's covered, which is good. That's excellent. We've been playing Han Shot First a lot. What influenced the musical styling of that song? I know we started out with uh, an acoustic version. Yeah. Um, that was the first version of that song. Yeah, that was, <clears throat> I mean, lyrically, that one's more about, I mean, it's kind of about the new one coming out. It has the Abrams line in there about, basically, <laughs> uh, they, all the characters were familiar enough, but they were unique. Like, he went in writing a story with characters that were somewhat based on stereotypes, but gave them their own thing. And the fact that Han would shoot a guy <laughs> uh, before he shot at him makes him an interesting character. And they just like, I'm going to go ahead and take that thing that's unique about him and make him like every other character. Yeah, it's funny how little things like that that you know movie makers might not think are a big deal. Like yeah. he's trying to you know make the character seem... Uh, more heroic somehow, but it's not, no, it's fun. not. He's a scoundrel. It's not. It's not. Yeah, and the the, the the new trilogy, the one through three, none of the characters are anything. They're <laughs> so flat, cardboard, and just like worthless. It's a big CGI fest. Yeah, uh, but the <clears throat> the musical inspiration was I wanted to write about something that was. It's kind of silly, but make the music super dramatic and super sad. That was the, like I thought it'd be a funny juxtaposition. The original idea was to write a song that was super upbeat, but be about something like uh, the old boy was what I wanted to do about it. I don't know if you're familiar with the, sh the movie Old Boy, a Korean movie, but uh, I don't want to spoil it. Go watch it. It's not happy. It's fun at points, but it's 
very down. I don't know about the cursing, but it's very down. And did this start out with the acoustic version? Or did you have this version in mind the whole oh, time? Oh, yeah. The, ac the acoustic version came first. Uh, it was absolutely like I wanted to... That was one that I would write on acoustic if I were writing a song. Like, my usual process is different for these particular songs, but whenever I write for, like, my other band, the Aeronauts, uh, when I'm writing just, like, non-electronic type songs and stuff, I'll set up an acoustic, find out the chords, find the melody, yeah, etc. Yeah. Uh, so your, uh, your process in writing a song, uh, do you like to do the music and the lyrics at the same time? Do you sometimes more inspired by one or the other? It's definitely different song to song. Um, sometimes I'll have a melody in my head, and I'll just start working with that and then throw music to it or I'll have music and I'll just sit there sometimes I'll repeat the music trying to find the melody trying to find the words trying to let the as cheesy as it sounds trying to let the words come from it yes, rather than yeah. like trying I mean sometimes again it's back and forth I'll have a list of songs that I'm like I want to write about all these different things these are different things that I want to try and write about but sometimes I, I won't I'll pick something completely off that list because the music's repeating and I'll get an idea it'll make me think of something uh that yeah, I want to write about. The, the songwriting process has no real formula, really. Yeah, not for just, me. Yeah, for most uh, people, it seems to be pretty open. It just, yeah, it's a very open process. But, yeah. you know, in dealing with the, uh, the inclusion of chip and 8-bit sounds, you know, it's one thing to take a song from an acoustic idea yeah. and then to translate it with the chip tune factor. Yeah. So how much of the, the, when you're thinking of songwriting, do you factor in that, that chip tune aspect of it? Uh, a lot. Absolutely a lot. That's why Han shot first was such a different process for a song, because that one I wrote on acoustic, but usually uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the, because I'm going to have to get it like I wanted the sound, uh, like old familiar things, because I don't use samples at all. Uh, I don't use any samples. Uh, I compose all my own stuff and, and write my own, all my own stuff. Uh, so I make the sounds and I want them to sound like I'm going to want it to sound like in a video game, because I'm not using a sample and I have to find the ways to do it. So when it comes into writing, like I gotta make sure that there's breakdowns for it, there's certain like areas for it, and it's, but it's not too busy when the lyrics are on, so it's not like a kind of just mess. Yeah, it can. Uh, when you're just writing the music, sometimes. Yeah, it's like it's the, the best. Yeah, the words can. Oh crap! How are the words gonna fit in here? Yeah. And and I can imagine it, with the chip aspect, it's just another instrument, really, if you yeah. think of it. Uh, in those terms. Yeah, I've had to cut out some really good parts that I really liked because it just would have made the song too busy. Thanks, Chuck. Great interview. If, if you'd like to hear more of the interview, we'll link it for you. It's a great piece. But without further ado, here is a masterpiece of modern nerdery, Han Shot First by Professor Shy Guy.
song i hope you like it too oh that reminds me most of these artists literally live through your support so if you hear something you like be sure to pick up some swag from your favorites if you want more but are poor you can listen to nerdy fm and hear nerd music streaming worldwide all day every day not to mention a lot of nerd music artists have free music available so let's get back to some great music video game and chiptune artists come by their musical inspiration by the games they love and their soundtracks the style of composition and production of these can be a completely different creative process. They make nerd music by using the best nerd tool, technology. Our next artist is extremely talented and has an amazing ear and creative spirit that is found in all his releases, really. But here's one of my current favorites from Benjamin Briggs. Super Mario RPG, Peach's Fireplace Secret. Get a freebie.
Benjamin Briggs is a hard-working guy. You can find a lot of his work on the interwebs where he releases new tracks at a blistering pace. The current evolution of nerd music has artists of different styles embracing the styles of other artists. We've seen a lot of chip in mainstream pop, nerd rockers embracing comedy or adding nerdcore. The current state of evolution in the genre is exemplified on Random Encounter's new album. The band has strong roots as a video game music group, but their original compositions have increasingly become part of their evolution. Random Encounter, simply put, is a great nerd band. Let's go back out to Chuck Silver at the Random Encounter release party to hear part of his conversation with Random Encounter. All right, thanks, Vern. I'm here at the social for the album release of Random Encounter's new album. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. So that's the, the perfect segue to ask you a question about the new album. Exactly. So uh, let me tell you a story. This, this album was, was put together as a labor of love over the past uh, well, two years, but really we've been working been, on it. Uh, yeah, you have been working on this for quite a while. Yeah, we've been, I guess, in the studio kind of nonstop for since May or something. And we've been writing it and just kind of working on songs for, yeah, like you said, forever, feels like. Well, anytime I, I work on a song, it feels like I've been doing it forever, and then, you know, the, the, the public gets to hear it a year later, and they think it's, like, brand new, but to me, it's like, hey, we've been working on this forever. So, like, one of the songs we're premiering tonight for the first time, I started writing the same day I wrote 72 Hours. Nice, nice. It wasn't nearly as good, and there was a lot of edits that had to be, and re-edits, and it's, <laughs> now it's pretty good. I think you guys will like it. So what inspires you for this? Is this a, um, let me tell you a story, is, it, is there a theme to it? Is there what inspired you for this uh, album? It's sort of like uh, the inspiration for the album. It's a little bit nautical. You'll notice a nautical theme overall, but it's the idea that you're kind of at a sea shanty and people are telling you stories, and the instrumentals are, I guess, stories you feel from the heart about video games we know and love. And then you got ones uh, that are, are talkies, and those are stories we're telling you, and they're all stories. None of them are just uh, sit back and. I guess it's not just about an emotion, but it's actually, there's something bigger behind so it. So is the album, all the songs are connected in some way with some overall theme, or roughly? Roughly, there's like, it, it's kind of, a, it's a flowy piece, could put together this really good uh, ordering of the songs that almost makes it feel like, in a cave, there's water, and water flows into the ocean, so Ocean King's the next song, and in the ocean, there's... I can't remember how we did it exactly, but they all kind of blend a little bit if you really stretch it. But they're probably more just uh, stories that are from our childhood or from uh, more recent moments in our lives. Now, obviously, Random Encounter, one of your big sounds is the accordion, yeah. uh, which is quite prevalent on the Swamp Witch, which I think we'll be playing here in just a moment here on the show. Um, tell us a little bit about the challenges of writing songs with the accordion. Do you... Does it come in first? Is it? There must be a, a for the novice, uh, quite a process to, to incorporating that into your sound. There is. Uh, sometimes I completely forget to write parts, and then <laughs> they're added at the end. Like, oh well, shucks, I <laughs> I kind of forgot to put it in uh, Swamp Witch because originally there was no accordion in Swamp Witch. It was just uh, some whistling noises. It was gonna be like a banjo, but we uh, realized that I didn't play anything, so I had. To <laughs> Add that at the end is a bit of an afterthought, but we don't want to make it too prevalent. We don't want to make it in your face that it's there, but at the same time, I don't want to just be standing on stage. 
Yeah, well, you have it. You should might as well play it. Yes, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> now, we know you guys did a lot of video game covers and stuff. What is your favorite video game music that you guys haven't got to do yet? Or that maybe is something, uh, you know, in the Metroid. Uh, Metroid is uh, my, one of my first loves in video game music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, between that and like the Final Fantasy soundtracks, uh, which we've, we've covered a lot of ground there. That, yes, they were all quite well done. It's amazing how, at this point, um, the music is remembered as much as the game itself, you know? Yeah, um, the departure from the original composer to the new guys, a lot of people still say they prefer Uematsu, and he himself has his own following, even though he's going on to other games. The people that liked the original ones are just following him because they wanted to keep hearing more of his music. It's nice because, you know, for most people, they might not even think of the video game music. It's almost an afterthought, but in, in some of these games, it's so well done that it lives on even past the play of the game itself. You know, you may not play those games anymore, but you probably listen to the music, like like I do, more than I would go back to play the old games, you know. It's, it's the emotion, it's the feeling, it's the nostalgia. It's just uh, it's bringing up old memories. <laughs> Thanks for that, Chuck. Here's a hot new song from Random Encounter's new album, Let Me Tell You a Story. The track is Swamp Witch, and it rocks. Crank it up. Listen, let me, let me tell you a tale of a witch who's far from frail. She lives there in the woods, just a bit over yonder, and snatches little children who survey their mothers and fathers. Three, 
He's also known to get some help from Koshi. You just got to go get that album, friends. It is out now, and it is nuclear hot. Most nerd acts are indie. And like most indie acts in the modern music world, you got to hustle if you want to make a name for yourself. But unlike the indie scene, nerd artists have a spirit of community and partnership that looks to advance the cause, the legitimacy of the genre. In that spirit, we get a lot of great collaborations. Our next artist is no stranger to awesome collaborations. On the latest release by Torrance, we get the collabathon of a lifetime. So many artists, I just can't name them all. It's great work. And you can get it for free if you're into that sort of thing. Here's my favorite track from the new album by Torrance. This one features Thunderball, Fatback Supreme, MC3PO, and MC117. It's called Boomtown Hustle, and it's that damn good. Swag. 
Even if you're hip to the games Creepy old to the palookas But it's rook to the dames Creepy old to the palookas But it's rook to the dames It's bonesai When the moon shine Twelve o'clock But it ain't noontime Got a case of mason jars In the back of my car Headed down to Parker County South on Route 5 Because it's bonesai When the moon shine Twelve o'clock But it ain't noontime Let the time become blast And stack that cash Gotta wash my back So I don't Keep that nerd groove moving along with another look at the time capsule. 2001 was a weird time in America. The world was changing, the music industry was changing, the rock music scene was grasping to sign bands that had become more metal and emo. The Ben Folds 5 was really never one of those things. But the band would launch into this metal mashup during live events and Ben would scream things like, I am pain, I am white, feel my pain. Finally, the band wrote an anthem designed to be a parody of Korn and Rage Against the Machine, and it's aimed squarely at the fans of those groups. According to Ben Folds himself, and I quote, I am taking a piss on the whole scene, especially the followers, end quote. This would be an example of how a nerd artist took the reins and announced to the music business, we're here and talented, but you ignore us. However, the track hit huge for the group, and in fact was used in the films Over the Hedge and Marley and Me, albeit after a clean remake. Here's the original and unedited Rockin' the Suburbs by the Ben Folds Five. Check and face the facts. 
Damn, that is still a fun song. After all, another theme shared by nerd music of all styles is fun. We love to have fun, make fun, be funny. There's a lightheartedness to nerd music. We want to have fun. Sometimes we like to paint ourselves and dance till we pass out. The next artist we'll hear from is world-class and high energy. Anamataguchi has a sound that takes one part chip, one part J-pop, one part dance band, and combines them into 100% magic. Move back the sofa and let's get in some cardio. Here's the very awesome Anamanaguchi and Meow.
And that song should be a prescription for depression. What a great live group. Also, if you ever get the chance, catch Anamanaguchi live. So now that we've shown a couple of examples of classic nerd, I'm going to share a track with you from my band Cyfried that draws inspiration from a classic rock track that was undeniably nerdy in content. In 1977, Blue Oyster Cult included a song on their fifth album, Spectres, about the king of monsters, Godzilla. Since then, it has become a top five track for the band's entire discography. It's been covered by Racer X, Smashing Pumpkins, Fighting Gravity, and now Cyfried. Although we put a little twist on our version as we went into this as a reboot of the song that should have been originally penned by a nerd artist. <laughs> it will be featured on our upcoming album, Season 5. So here you go, Godzilla by Cyfried. <laughs> And a terrible sound He pulls the spinning high-tension wires down Helpless people on subway trains Scream bug-eyed as he looks in on them He picks up a bus and he throws it back down As he waves through the buildings toward the center of town Point 
So much fun to do that song. Now, Godzilla is a timeless property and recognized by generations of fans. Sometimes we find love in new places. You never know if you write a song about something you love that it will resonate with others. So tackling a new property with an emerging fan base airing on a pay service is a risky investment. That's no problem for Adam Warrock. He might just be the hardest working man in the nerd music scene. He releases singles at warp speed and covers every corner of pop culture. The track I alluded to is called When the Winter Comes, and it's for you Game of Thrones aficionados, and it's incredible. Here's Adam Warrock. There is only one God, and his name is Death. And there is only one thing we say to Death. Not today. Brother and sister trying to return to the place so they could reclaim their right to fire and blood. 
born Who could walk through the flames and survive To come to lead the Dothraki to war Who dabble in blood magic Crossing the narrow sea Who struggle to see the rise of the dragons once more Yeah, can't escape the Baratheon spies Can't mistake silver hair and blue eyes Can't control all the tribes in the wild So a queen rose to take her place at the side Of a warrior king Where gold crowns are death and the dirt is their beds To the victors go the spoils in the evilest way Cause overseas there's a force rising up And every house has war on their breath Cause that's the name of the game You either win or you die, that's the price of the game And we only pray to death by saying See the blade that I wield, that's Valerian steel See the horse that I rode, see the banner I hold Oh, win or die, that's the price of the game And we only pray to death by saying See the throne that I sit, see my family tree Because they say the winner's coming, this is how it has to be Man, Adam Warrock is a modern giant of nerd music. And if we're lucky, he might keep doing this for many years to come. Keep making them, Adam. We'll keep listening. Let's get to a band that represents all that is good about nerd rock. Kirby Crackle has given us many memorable songs and a couple of Hall of Fame-worthy albums. But when I loaded this track from their latest album, Sounds Like You, I was amazed at how a song about Star Wars could blow me away. I mean, there have been many songs about Star Wars, but none have been as inventive and current. This is an instant classic from Kirby Crackle. Here's Moisture Farm. I got a job at my uncle's moisture farm. I got a job at my uncle's moisture farm. And I just harvest that shit up, harvest that shit up. Vader was my dad He took my hand 
Yeah, go ahead and try to get that song out of your head, I dare you. What a great track. One of the things I love about nerd music is the diversity of musical styles. Following a great song like we just heard, you can follow it with an equally amazing palate cleanse. Here's an example. Let's listen to a personal favorite from Mark TDK Knight. This is a chip tune called Hoovering with a Hangover.
See, now that's a nerd groove. Even though you just heard a great nerd rock track, your brain reset while listening to the great chip track. That's what makes this genre special. The diversity of sound and community attitude of the artists of the nerd genre is why I'm doing this podcast. It's why I write songs and perform in a band. It's why I share the music with everyone. So let's share some more. Let's go back to the turn of the century, the year 2000. After their first studio album in 1996 had landed them the theme song of TV's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Nerf Herder released what is still my favorite album from them, How to Meet Girls. The most popular song from this album perfectly captures the emerging feelings of a nerdy young man of this era. The song is self-deprecating and a bit depressing, but this anthem serves as a reminder of the time when nerds were just realizing that people weren't really picking on us as much. We were becoming cool. So I give you Lamer Than Lame by Nerf Herder. In every 
a personal note, I've been a fan of Nerf Herder for a long time and have never had the opportunity to see them live. A dream I will realize at this year's Nerdapalooza. Speaking of Nerdapalooza, a mainstay artist at the event since its inception is the next featured artist here. I'll preface this by saying I love Jonathan Colton, love the double clicks, John Anilio, Shale Riley, Tom Smith, Debs and Errol, and many other singer-songwriter artists. Mark with a C is the best kept secret in the world. The man has been writing songs for 14 years and has as many albums and more. I've never met a bigger music nerd, including myself. And as a performer, he is absolutely unmatched. This track is from his popular music album from earlier in the year, but the song is a brilliant mental middle finger to the jackass that always wants to hear Freebird. Here's Mark with a C and his instant classic, Freebird. want to give a quick shout out to my bandmate Chuck Silver for all his help in making this podcast and to Inverse Phase, Dr. Octorock, DJ Cutman, DJ RoboRob, Ghost in the Chip, Stage 7, and Chipocrit for creating a lot of the background music you've been hearing throughout this podcast. Well, that's a wrap on episode zero of The Nerd Groove. I hope you had fun exploring the nerd music genre. And I hope to be able to do this again, but that's up to you. If you like what you hear, let us know. I welcome all questions and discussions. It's been a pleasure. Keep it nerdy. I'm Dr. Vern, and I'll see you on the internet. Thanks for listening.
The Nerd Groove was recorded and produced at Sci-Fried Studio in Orlando, Florida by Chuck Silver and Vern Lloyd. If you'd like to email the show, send Dr. Vern an email at drvern1701 at gmail.com. The Nerd Groove. Well, that's episode zero, but don't worry, more nerdy jams are on the way. Thank you for listening to The Nerd Groove. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at the Nerdy Show store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com backslash support to chip in. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. For more episodes of The Nerd Groove, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.